Let's check in with Chris Morris, the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears. Of course, the Elks and the University of Alberta Golden Bears will take to the field at Commonwealth Stadium in October for a green and gold doubleheader. Pretty cool. This will mark the first time the two green and gold squads have played a doubleheader and the first time since 1999 the Bears will play at Commonwealth. Hey, Coach Morris, how are you this morning? Good, Jalen. How are you doing? I'm really good. Do you have a great concert memory, Chris? I do, yeah. You know, it's a, it's a small concert. I went to Blue Rodeo in, mm. in Ontario. I grew up in Toronto, right? So I went yeah. to Blue Rodeo out, and there's a, an Ontario place. There's a hill you sit on and just sort of <laughs> we just there with a bunch of friends. It was just, yeah, it was just a cool concert. Very cool. Chris, give us an idea about what it's like for the University of, of Golden Bears, uh, that team, to be able to play at Commonwealth. Well, I think it's it's just really great for the kids. We have so many local kids playing for us, and you know we have a lot of guys now playing for that. We have four guys playing for the for the Elks right now. Mm-hmm. So the sort of that that you know the ability to play in that stadium and see what it's like there, and and uh, and just sort of live a childhood dream. Like a lot of guys get to you know not a lot of guys get to play in that stadium. So- it's, it's been it's become better lately, but now like. For our guys to play a high-level game, there's a big experience for them. So, Chris, what is it going to be like for you? Uh, you know, you, you've won three Grey Cups uh, with the Edmund team. You're, you're, you've given a plaque of honor on the, the Eskimos Wall of Honor in Commonwealth, what, in 2008. What is it going to be like for you to be on the sidelines coaching on this field that you dominated for so many years? Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. It's a comfortable place for me. I really, you know, I have a lot of fond memories in Commonwealth Stadium. So, for me, it's it's home, right? So, I think it's for a lot of those kids, it's going to be like a big eye-opening experience. For me, it's going to be just a nice, a nice comfortable day, I think. <laughs> It'll be cool for you, Chris. I know when you were, you mentioned you uh, you grew up in, in Ontario. You played for the University of Toronto Varsity Blues. Did you ever have a chance when you were uh, playing university ball to play in, uh, in, in one of the, uh, the big CFL stadiums? No, we played like we were at Varsity Stadium. So back then, Varsity Stadium has been torn down since then, but it was a historic, historic place. So it was it was a really cool place to play. It was honestly, I think of our guys here who have, you know, really nice locker room and great facilities and all those sort of things. Like we had bare concrete floors and <laughs> you could smell the paint in the lockers and it was but but it was very historic, right? So playing playing at Varsity Stadium was a was a cool thing. But we never played you know, we never got to play in CFL stadiums back then. It wasn't, you know, I know there's a few teams now that do across the country, but back then, no, no chance. Boy, oh boy. Do you, do you have to prepare different, do you think, um, you know, for, for your, the Bears team when it happens? Do you think you have to prepare the, the, the team a little bit differently to, to play in, in the big stadium? It's just more mental. I think, yeah. you know, when you have, and we were, we, we're being more, a little bit more veteran next year than we have been the last few, but I know, when you have a young team and you go somewhere different and it's big and it's bright and there's shiny things and all that, that's distracting for young, for young people. Right. So like for us, it's just a matter of mentally getting tuned in and making sure we're, you know, we're focused on the things that are important. The game doesn't change, Jalen. It's like, whether we play here, whether we play there, the same thing's going on. Just sometimes you guys get distracted a little bit. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, I know Morley wants to jump in, ask you a couple of questions, and I had one more for you. But I think, you know, before I get to Morley here, you know, the the, the, the football club, uh, the Edmonton Elks team, and uh, the Golden Bears, the, the Elks, that, that, that relationship with high school football, and, of course, you were a coach at Harry Ainley uh, for a long time. Time, but also to uh, university football, junior football. I mean, that commitment is so important to the development of these young football players in our community and this province. 
Yeah, like they start, like the Elks start right from novice. Like they have a, we run a great novice football program along with the Elks and the Elks players are there and they, you know, they dedicate that 50-50 money to help support that mm-hmm. program. And then, you know, they go into Adam and, and the Elks <laughs> are involved. I know in, the, in all the flag football that goes on. And like, I just, I, the, the 50-50 money they give to, to the university and to, to the junior teams is a part of what they do. But people sometimes forget the, uh, you know, the extent to which they're involved in minor football. And it's, uh, I think it's, Probably more than any other any franchise in the country. Yeah, without a doubt. Morley, all yours. Yeah, yeah, Chris, we were talking earlier this week about that game in 1999 when the Bears played there. You were you were playing for the double E at that time. <laughs> uh, you remember that game, though, and especially Wilkie walking the sidelines. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Back then, I don't, you know, I think I might have got mixed up, whether that was Wilkie or whether it was some, cause, because I, when I first started, I think there was a game with Wilkie, like in the early 90s. I know I'm dating, my, I'm dating myself here. But there's been a couple there, I guess, right? So the 99 one, yeah, I, re- I remember that game too. But, yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't happen very often, so you should, I guess, remember. <laughs> you, mentioned, you mentioned four Golden Bears have graduated to, to become members of the Elks in the CFL. You're seeing a lot more Golden Bear players in, C- in the CFL as well. You, you, you're really starting to get some traction now and producing some good players after what was a very tough start for you when you took over the job with the Bears. Yeah, well, you know, they, like – it was the it was the last ranked team in the country when I took it over, right? So mm-hmm. they like they, they hadn't won a game in two years, and it took us. Honestly, it's all about the quality of kids you get, right? Like you you, you can have good coaches and all those sort of things, but you need athletes to to be successful, and it's hard to recruit athletes. If we had some great ones early, but they were all kids I knew from the community, like the Edel Nickies, the Justin Lawrence's, the Mark <laughs> Cordes, like they were kids I coached against or with when I was playing, when I was coaching at Ainley, right? So those kids all came because they knew me and they knew what we'd do together and all those sort of things. But getting kids from outside the province to come was tricky when you're, when you have won a game for two years, right? So now, now that we've made playoffs, you know, three of the last four years, we're, we're a solid team. Now we're recruiting some of the best players in the country. And that's, you know, we got, we got five guys going to the combine this year, again, with the CFL, four of them Mm -hmm. are going to the national combine. So that's, we're just starting to get rolling here. I mean, really, really excited for the next few years here. It's going to be awesome. Chris, before I let you go, and uh, Coach Chris Morris, the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears, joining us uh, this morning. Any other collabs, collaborations being talked about between uh, the Elks and the the Golden Bears at this point that you can tell us about? Well, yeah, we're running a coaching clinic. So we're running a big clinic on, I think it's uh, March 17th, 18th, or sorry, 18th, 19th, um, with their staff. So basically their staff are coming back to town, and they're going to put on a big... uh, a big clinic along with in partnership with our staff for the, for the coaches of uh, Northern Alberta. So we're hoping to get lots of people out to that. Um, there hasn't been a live coaching clinic here for the football coaches for a few years, obviously mm-hmm. with what's going on with COVID, but for Chris Jones and his staff to come in and be willing to come in and, uh, and you know, they don't usually give presentations. Like a whole staff doesn't usually come down and say, yeah, we'll present to the community coaches. Like that doesn't usually happen. So just <laughs> another just another sign of their commitment to give back, right? Pretty cool. Best of luck this year, Coach Morris. Great to chat with you again. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.